Hey guys, Candace Eisner back at you today and I want to talk to you about the importance of finding your peeps. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Hey everybody, happy Monday. Wow, it, it's been a month since I was last in your earballs, as a, another podcast I listen to puts it. I kind of like that term, earballs. It's kind of like the idea of you're reading something with your eyeballs, but you're not reading, you're listening. Anyway, going off on a tangent here. But it's been a month since I was last uh, recording a podcast for you guys. And, and yeah, it was a great month for me. I one of my best friends got married and then I took a little vacation and took some downtime to just kind of reassess what I'm doing with the podcast. And one of the things that uh, has occurred to me is the one year anniversary of this podcast is coming up very soon on July 13th. So I'm trying to think of something kind of fun to do for the one year anniversary. Um, If you have any crazy ideas you want to shoot at me or if you just have ideas for the podcast in general, honestly, I'm always available to you guys and I would love to hear you know your ideas or your thoughts um Candice C-A-N-D-I-C-E at Nixie N-Y-X-I-E dot C-A is my email or you can find me on social media if you go over to my podcast page you can find my social media profiles just send me a message there that's totally fine too So as I said at the beginning, when I did my little intro here, I wanted to talk to you guys about the importance of finding your peeps this week. Now by peeps, obviously, hopefully it was clear, I don't mean the Easter candy that looks like little birds. (laughs) And there's tons of YouTube videos of people like having eating contests where they stuff as many peeps as possible into their mouth all at once or like crazy stuff like that. They're fun, they're cute, but no, I don't mean them little marshmallowy treats. No, I mean finding your peeps as in finding the people who are the best for your business and who you should surround yourself with as you are working on yourself, as you are working on your business, growing your practice, finding the right people for you. So Why do I want to talk about this this week? Well, the idea for this topic came about when I was having a client meeting last week, actually. You know, I've been kind of thinking, like, what do I want my first podcast backed after after my little vacation to be about? And yeah, in this client meeting, it kind of hit me. This is what I want to talk about. So, you know, this client of mine is actually super crystal clear about who she wants to work with and who her services are for. Like, there's very little... um, it's very little confusion around who it is that she wants to work with. You know, she draws a pretty big line in the sand. But you know what? Over the years, she's been able to cultivate clients who love that about her, absolutely love it. And they love what our company stands for. And they're happy to promote her to their friends and their family, you know. And she's currently undergoing an expansion due to this success. And she just really has her stuff together, you know? Um, But did this happen overnight for her? Well, of course not. No, it's been years of working hard and experimenting and discovering who her peeps really are and who she wants to be as a businesswoman and who she wants her services to be really focused on. So, you know, this is a huge take-home point for all of us in business, whether we're registered massage therapists and other healthcare providers, which is, you know, the vast majority of you listening to this, or if you run some other business, you know, we can all learn a lot from my client's experience running her business. So, 
You wait, though. You might be wondering, as an RMT, how does this really apply to me? Like, aren't I closing off opportunities by drawing that line in the sand? And like, aren't I going against healthcare regulations? Because, you know, I have to see everybody. That's very clear in the RHPA or other legislation, depends on what country you're in. But for the vast majority of healthcare providers, there is a rule that you can't refuse care for somebody. But here's the thing, anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while knows the answer to those questions is no. It's actually heck no. Being clear about who your best match client actually helps the right people find you. So think about it from the other end of it. Think about what it's like when you're the client. As a client, have you gone and seen a bunch of different providers until you found the right one for you? And did you find that a lot of their websites or promotional materials were more or less the same other than, you know, like the picture and a few of maybe the postgraduate or CEU courses they took was different? But for the most part, it's kind of the same thing. But, you know, what if they'd made it more clear from the beginning in those promotional materials, their website, whatever, how they're different from the crowd? Wouldn't that have been better for you? Wouldn't that have helped you decide who you should be booking with rather than just sort of book with some people who are recommended to you and or book with people you found online or whatever and just kind of hope? Well, of course it would have because you would have had a better idea who they are, what they're actually good at, and not just sort of a laundry list of their training and their postgraduate courses. Boring. Everybody does that. It doesn't set you apart from the crowd. Not every therapist is exactly the same. I am sorry to tell you this, but and actually I shouldn't have to tell you this because I think you know that in your heart. Are you exactly the same as all the different massage therapists who went to the same school as you or who took the same trainings as you? Well, no, you are not exactly the same as everyone else. Just because you're all RMTs or you're all chiropractors or you're all whatever doesn't mean that you're cookie cutters of each other. You know that. So this is such a huge piece of finding the right clients for you. It doesn't mean you reject people. It doesn't mean you're saying, sorry, I won't treat you. That's what the RHPA is concerned about or other healthcare legislation. Basically, they're saying as healthcare providers, they want to make sure everybody has access to treatment. So you saying these are the best clients for me doesn't mean you're rejecting people. It just means you're promoting your practice in ways that attract the kinds of clients you're likely to click with and you're likely to be able to help in a really cohesive way. And they're going to be so much happier. You know, they're going to love what you do and they're going to love how you treat and um, they're going to be happy to talk to their friends and family about you. And chances are some of those friends and family are also going to be some of your ideal clients. And that's that exact situation that my client I talked about at the beginning found herself in. When she drew that line in the sand, she actually found it was great for her business because she, she was no longer sort of struggling to, to express who she was and what she really wanted to be doing. She was just crystal clear about it. So let's talk about another aspect of that, you know, because there's another aspect to this idea of finding your peeps. Like, let me give you a few examples of things that used to happen to me back when I was in active practice and probably happened to you guys too. So here's the first thing. Have you ever had a client come in and they saw you a couple times and you thought it went pretty well? And then they started booking with one of your coworkers in your office instead. And that got a little awkward. Or... Have you been the one hiring new therapists? So maybe you have your own clinic or maybe you just want to split a room like you have a room rental and you're just splitting it with somebody. 
you know, and you've been you've been trying to interview people, find the right match. You come, you keep having wonderful interviews with them, and then you find that they just end up working somewhere else instead. They never end up seeming to go with you, and that's really hard. Or here's a third one. Have you end up seeing a client a few times? It went really great. You guys clicked. They were so nice. And then they just completely disappear on you. And you follow up via email or phone saying like, hey, I was just checking in. You know, would you like to book another appointment? The typical kind of stuff that people tend to do to follow up with clients. And they completely ignore you. So let's be real with ourselves for a second. How did those situations make you feel? Were you just 100% hey no problem it wasn't meant to be that's fine I'll move on or was there a part of you that felt sad or frustrated or rejected by that and you know if you're being honest with yourself you do feel sadness or rejection or difficulty in those situations and if you are in a financial bind right now like if you are you're growing your practice and you're having trouble sort of making ends meet or you're having to work an extra job to make sure things uh you know ends meet that can have an extra stress and pressure on the situation because losing clients or potential therapists if you're trying to hire somebody for your business really does feel really personal because it can feel like they're rejecting you and you're losing money in the process. Really, really stressful, right? And there's absolutely nothing wrong with feeling that way because you are human. So don't beat yourself up over it or tell yourself you're just being unprofessional for feeling that way or you have to be, you know, you have to put on this sort of cone of silence and not express how you're feeling. You know, that's that's nonsense. You know, it's fine. You're human and that's OK. It doesn't mean obviously you like call up the client and say, how dare you treat me this way? Obviously not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying you don't have to pretend that because you're in business, these things don't affect you. They do. You're human and that's OK. So here's another situation for you that you might have been in because, you know, if you haven't been in the other three, which I'm very surprised if none of you have been in those other three that I mentioned, let's mention and let me talk about another one that I know can be really frustrating, especially for RMTs. So have you ever had a client or multiple clients come in and they just kind of treat you like you're, uh, well, I have no better way to say this, like a, a fluff and buff service. That is, you know, in spite of your RMT designation and you make it super clear you're a medical professional and, you know, you do assessments and all of that stuff, they ignore your instructions. They ignore your advice. They don't give a crap. They essentially just reduce you to a set of hands for hire. They just want a fluff massage. Was that super frustrating for you? Because I bet it was. Because I know for the vast majority of RMTs, that is really frustrating. And it's one of the topics I see talked about probably the most is like, how do we make it clear to the general public that we are not, you know, just uh, rubbing oil on their backs or whatever, you know, that vision we might have is. Instead, you know, we're medical professionals. I say we're again, as usual, because I used to be a registered massage therapist, so I still feel this way. You know, it's, it's a frustrating situation to be in when clients treat you like you're just a set of hands for hire. But here's the thing. The answer to all of this, these frustrations, these emotional stuff that tends to happen is coming back to looking at who your talents are for, who your ideal clients are, and being super, super, super clear about that. Who are your peeps? The people who are a really good match for you and you for them, who are they? 
it helps so much in these situations, you know, when people who aren't a good match for you come into your practice and they don't stick around. Instead of feeling super rejected, you're probably going to actually feel a little bit of relief. And it'll remind you that those people leaving makes room for the awesome, great match clients to book in instead. And, you know, uh, I'm not one to say, hey, the universe provides, you know, if, if you are all the power to you, I don't really tend to feel that way. But I will say I have noticed a pattern is that when I drop clients, and this is both when I was a massage therapist and in my current practice, you know, um, when clients don't end up being a good match and we end up, you know, mutually deciding to go our separate ways or back when I was an RMT, when clients just dropped off the face of the planet, like I talked about before, what tends to happen with those situations is it opens the door for somebody who is a good match to suddenly come in. And that usually is what happens. Like, you know, like a few weeks later, I'll get an email from somebody who's like perfect match and they wanted to book in that client slot that was taken up by somebody else. So again, you know, I'm not a universe provides person, but it does tend to happen that way. It's just kind of the way things tend to work. So remember, when somebody who isn't an ideal match leaves, it gives space for somebody who is an ideal match to book in. So do you feel still a little bit of resistance on the idea of finding your peeps and, you know, trying to find that ideal match and trying to draw those people into your practice? Well, if you do, let this be your call to action to actually try to draw your own line in the sand. Who are those clients who you work best with? What kind of practice have you always wanted to build, but maybe you felt like you couldn't or you didn't know how to, or you felt that personal resistance? Well, you know, sit back, find your peeps. Who are the people that are the best match for you and your business and work from there. That's my advice for you this week. Hey guys, I am so happy to be back with you for the summer. Um, I will be doing a weekly podcast for most of the summer at least. I'm playing around a little bit with the format of the podcast. I haven't decided yet if I'm going to revert to doing seasons or just keep doing sort of a weekly podcast with a break here and there. But, uh, you know, regardless, I am really appreciative of you guys supporting me, listening to this week after week after week. If you have any questions at all for me about running a successful massage therapy or related healthcare practice, if you have ideas for the podcast or whatever, I am always open to you. Candice, C-A-N-D-I-C-E at Nixie, N-Y-X-I-E dot C-A is my email address or you can find me on social media. Also, as always, I do appreciate you giving me a rating over on iTunes. That helps other people find this podcast or, you know, promoting it on social media for me. I also appreciate that as well. So, yeah, hopefully you guys are happy having a great summer so far and I'll be back with you next week. <laughs>